0: Hey everyone! Welcome to another episode of Faith in It with Kay. So this week we are finishing up part two of my conversation with Miss Bernarda Joy. Um, I hope you've already listened to part one. Honestly, if you have not, stop and go ahead and go back to part one so you can listen to part one first. It's a it's a conversation that literally flows in one setting. Um, I just split it up for to make it more um digestible <laughs> for those of us who may have a shorter um, attention span, or maybe even short on time, so it's just the ability to kind of split that conversation up. But it's a conversation that flows really well um, in one setting, and it'll take you less than an hour to listen. So whether you're working, just go ahead and hit play, and you can listen to it while you work. Um, and as I mentioned last week, uh, Renata is having her legacy wealth playbook summit that's happening December 1st through the 3rd so it's a 3-day virtual event that's taking place on a Thursday, Friday and Saturday and it's virtual i hope hopefully you heard that so it's virtual um <laughs> and to make it even sweeter it's absolutely free so it costs you nothing to be a part of it um, unless you want to be a part of VIP but to Be in the place, in the summit, and get some amazing information. It's absolutely free. So whether you are looking um, for some help with wealth, health, business, investments, finances, creativity. I don't know why I said creativity like that. Creativity. (laughs) Spirituality. Renata is touching on all these things. With her guests and just how she's gonna flow in this summit, I I've already secured my spot, so I will be there. I've also applied to be a speaker, so you may see me as one of your speakers. So make sure that you apply. I'm putting the the website or the link for you to click on to go ahead and register today. It takes probably less than a minute to honestly do it, um to secure your seat for, for this amazing summit. So like I said, make sure you click the link in your show in the show notes um and secure your spot uh for the summit. It's gonna be a good time. So make sure that you show up so you can listen to it while you're at work. Um so there's no excuses. It's virtual. You don't have to physically be anywhere wherever you are, um, is where the summit's happening. So I look forward to having your energy in the space, right? And the next thing that you're going to hear is part two of my conversation with Renarda Joy. Keep listening. You know, without giving your secrets away, you know, to, you know tell us three benefits. Owning real estate owning a real estate portfolio. But one of the things I'm thinking, like to even expound on that question just a little bit, is you know, for someone who might be listening and they're thinking about the recession um, or they're thinking about the market right now, you know, what are some kind of benefits that you still see or how they can kind of going on now as, as it pertains to like the real estate market? Like, why is you know, building this legacy or wealth through real estate still something that they want to do right now?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Well, 90% of all millionaires, they actually become sold through, you know, owning real estate. Most millionaires mm. have multiple streams of income and real estate is another stream that a lot of them have. Yeah. Like if you were able to go look at annual reports of say of hospital and look at each line, you'll notice there's a line on there where they're actually investing in say developers, right? So mm. even hospitals, I mean, everybody is just diversifying their portfolio. So, yeah. but real estate is one of those things. It's not an overnight get rich scheme. It's a slow, steady, long-term play. And, you yeah. know, people really get excited after they, watch, after they watch those shows, like, say, on HGTV. Yeah. You know, the only thing I want to say about that is those shows are scripted at best, and they yeah. have a vast amount of resources. So, you know, I just want to tell your listeners, when you watch those shows, I'm not trying to say you can't have the same outcome. Yeah. But I just want to actually help manage their expectations because it's not the norm. So yeah. real estate is definitely laborious, you know, but there is some benefits that you like you were asking me for earlier. So I would say that the my top benefits would be there's appreciation, right? So yeah. every appreciation, every property's appreciation, it increases in value, whether you do it by forced appreciation by doing something with the property, or just with the stable market, it just kind of naturally acc- uh, appreciates about 4% a year. And then the okay. other benefit I would say is there's cash flow. So after you purchase, say, your first investment property, you at some point you're going to get a tenant, right? Yeah. And after you taking care of your expenses, whether it's the mortgage, taxes, maintenance, utilities, just to name a few, what you're left with is cash flow. Now, this is why I love cash flow, because now mm-hmm. you become job optional, right? I remember the day that I was able to fire my boss. Now, I'm not telling <laughs> nobody to go out here tomorrow and go fire their boss, but I remember. One <laughs> cash flow allowed me to be job optional, so yeah. you, you just have the ability to, you know, be in the driver's seat to be a wealth creator to pass it to the next generation. So cash flow gives you that ability to, I don't know, maybe send someone to college or assist yeah. you with your aging parents or help you with your retirement nest egg. And then the third one would be tax benefits because it's like big perks. You can get so many great deductions. There's a lot of write offs that you can do. Um, but the biggest one, which is what you just asked me about, is this great hedge against inflation. So, yeah, everybody mm. know going at the gas pump, buying your, you know, your household goods, things are really tight right now. Yeah, yeah. On a regular time, inflation should be about 2%. So with real estate, it actually acts as a buffer, a hedge against um, the inflation because property values are increasing. And as a landlord, you can charge more for rent. So if if the inflation is typically 2%, you're exceeding that. But right now, you know, inflation is very, very high. So yeah, great hedge against inflation. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And it's better than just having your money sit in the bank because over time, you're not going to gain that type of value with it just sitting in the bank. Mm -mm. It's a safe way for you to work your money because your money should, should be like velocity. It should be moving forward. Your money should be in motion of moving forward.
0: Yes. See, I love that. I love that. So, you know, like as you were talking, of course, like you, you, you got me and you threw me off a little bit. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like most people say, I, I was. But you said, fire my boss. I said, whoa. That's my
1: girl. <laughs> <They're different. laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that
0: perspective. You know, You know, usually you hear people say, I was able to quit my job. Mm-hmm. So I, I just knew you were going to say quit my But you said, fire my boss. I said, oh, yes. So <laughs> for those of you out there that's ready to fire your boss... <laughs>
1: You got to have a a plan, you know, have have a plan. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And I'm a big proponent of you got to educate yourself because that's how you mitigate risk. You know, you watch all these different. I'm sure a lot of your audience have gone to numerous like webinars and they've watched different videos on YouTube. But can I tell you, those people, they're telling you, you know, not how, but the what, but more importantly, they're not giving you the right sequence. They're not telling you at what point do you do what. There's stuff out there. So yeah, I'm a big proponent of educating yourself to mitigate risks.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, so as our time kind of dwindles down, um, I wanted to find out. So this is one of my favorite questions ever since I started this podcast, (laughs) and I'll probably continue until the end or until God tells me to stop. But (laughs) I want to know what you would say to the 12-year-old you take Mm -hmm. and then like once you think about what you would say to the 12 year old you I want you to then take a minute and speak to the 12 year old in every listener um because it's been said that 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 pivotal age is 12 Mm -hmm. so to like development or thought processes and for some people depend on or honestly I should say wherever your trauma met
1: Mm -hmm. Wherever the most
0: traumatic thing kind of met you, oftentimes kind of stunts our growth. So for most people, it seems to be that age of 12,
1: Mm -hmm. um, you know,
0: because and I also it might also because biblically, you know, it's like 13, you become an adult. Right. 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 So it's just like for most people, they're still.
1: That's the rite of passage. Stuck,
0: yeah, and they're still mm-hmm. stuck at 12.
1: Mm-hmm. So there's a,
0: there's some 12-year-old insecurity that's kind of still lingering
1: yeah. uh, that hasn't
0: been dealt with. So when you speak to the 12-year-old you, like <laughs> let us in on what you would say, the 12-year-old you. But then I also want you to speak to the 12-year-old and all of us.
1: Yeah, so I guess I would say, um, Renarda, the road ahead of you will get tough. You will get cuts and bruises and you'll want to give up, but don't. I want you to take it day by day and make gleaning knowledge essential. I want you to create a pathway for those who will come after you for the lives that you will have the opportunity to impact. I want you to live each day being intentional, being purposeful and being provoking. Always lean on God during the good and challenging seasons because this too shall pass. Yeah you should always look for ways to make this world a better place. Yes. And one day you will take the hymn to lead others to building their own legacy. Yes. That's what I would say to the 12-year-old me. So I would say to those who want to figure out what that would be, I would suggest that they sit down, get quiet, and just look at where you're at today and Mm -hmm. dig deep. Where has the Lord have giving you your purpose because, you know, he knew us before we was actually formed in our mother's womb and he's given us all gifts. And if you let the Lord show you and stir up those gifts, you'll be amazed of how you can actually make a bigger difference once you get tapped into it. And so that, that's pretty much what I did. And, And, and so now I'm intentional. And so I would ask the person, your audience to really figure out what you've done so far what yeah. can you do from what you know now you know and where you're at now if you want to move yourself to the next level you've got yeah. to actually do this it's yeah. a, a must-have
0: yeah I that i love that we have to be intentional <laughs> mm-hmm. about every step, every step of the process. And I, and I love that taking, the the moment to be quiet. You, don't to,
1: you don't have to figure it out on your own. See, yeah. that's the other thing. You don't have to like figure it out on your own. You just got to, yeah. you know, a lot of times we live in this microwave world. Nobody wants to sit down, get quiet and wait. And it's not like, you know, you're going to pray and God's going to come and knock on your door. Yeah. That's how it works. You got yeah. to spend time and cultivate that relationship. Yes. Yes, yes.
0: I love that. So now I'm wondering, what's your favorite Bible scripture?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, honestly, I have so many, right? But if I'm really hard pressed from when I was actually 12 until today, my Mm. favorite scripture would be Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Yes. You know, growing up in South Carolina, we used to have to do this thing called Easter speeches. And I just remember when I was 12, I actually opened up the Bible and that was one of the shortest verses oh, that no. I found. And I felt like I could memorize it, <laughs> it. that that wasn't by, you know, coincidence. This yes. ended up being the scripture that I have held on to all these years. Yes. And you know, as you read them and what you're going through, different seasons and different levels of life, they take on a whole new meaning. Yes. Yeah. So this has been my all-time favorite. And it, like I say, it started because I was just looking for the smaller scripture to memorize for my Easter yeah. speech.
0: But yeah, that's a that's perfect, you know. Cause that 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 scripture is about it's navigating life and mm-hmm. with Christ well. <laughs> and it, mm-hmm. it does take a, a level of trust in God, trust in Christ to kind of navigate and, you know, each step we're taking. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love it when, you know, the thought is that life isn't a sprint. It is not to see how fast you can get from here to there, but it's more of a marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a marathon in the sense of you're going slow enough so you can see what's around you. <laughs> you can mm-hmm. take it in. You know, life has that, it has that moment where you can kind of take in what God is doing, take in what's happening in the moment and then hopefully, you know, give some things out. (laughs) Right,
1: Right. definitely, definitely.
0: So I I, I love that. Like, I I think that's like a, a perfect scripture. Like, and my last question for you is like, you know if you had any final words for the listeners, but I also know that early on, before we even got on, you were, you know, saying that you have some things coming up maybe in December. Um, so we're going to make sure that people also have your information in the show notes. But I don't know if you, if it's, you know, you can share that it's coming. You might not have to share the dates,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you, so know probably, you know, you know, we're, we're working on so these things, on, put it on That's, their calendar right, to look exactly. out in December. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, in December, we're actually putting together a a big summit. It's called the Legacy Wealth Playbook Summit. And we're really, really excited. Um, It's going to have a couple of pillars. It's going to help those who are, you know, interested in learning more about wealth building and personal and develop and business growth. And, you know, we definitely have to have you with us, Kay. You got to lead from the front in that area as well so yeah we're really really excited yes
0: yes and I I know it's going to be good because you know just having you on here and you know the gems that you dropped in less than an hour like there's more so (laughs) we're going to make sure that we have your information in the show notes so people can connect with you follow you you know make sure they get your playbook say the name of your playbook again
1: It's called the legacy playbook, but what I want to, you know, if I could just add to that for, for final words, if I may, Yes. you know, I just want to tell your audience, honestly, it's not easy, but trust God, think about the family that he's entrusted you with, right? And not just your biological family, it could be the community you serve, any areas that you're able to make an impact. Think about that when you're making decisions Yeah. and um, just think about the gifts that he's deposited to each and every one of us. And remember, you're never too old or too young to start thinking about your legacy. And in life, you know, whether you're going to college, you're switching jobs, you're relocating, or whatever your life is all about stages. And the one question that I would tell your audience that you should ask yourself to, as a check balance, is ask yourself, is what you're doing part of the legacy that you want to leave behind? You know, yeah. so let that be your, your north star to guide you when you're doing things. Because like I told you, my grandfather left me a legacy of love and respect. So, you yeah. you know, a legacy of work ethics or whatever it is, just always think about that. And then the yeah. last thing I would say is, I just want to add that there's so many people that's hungry for knowledge. And unfortunately, yeah. there's a lot of people out there that's giving bad advice. You yeah. Or over-promising yeah. and under-delivering But it's great platforms like this one, Kay, that I just want to say thank you. This is a safe space. And I pray that God continues to anoint you and this podcast, as well as your audience. And um, I just want to be, (laughs) yeah, it's definitely been a blessing and affinity of your audience you know, they want to know, do they have what it takes or what are the three steps that they can start right now today yes. to become, you know, an informed investor or what I call a legacy setter. They can go yes. to becomingalegacysetter.com. That's becomingalegacysetter.com and they'll get all the information here.
0: Yeah, excellent. And we'll make sure that we put that in the show notes so that people can make sure that they go to your website. Make sure that you're following, they're following you on uh, on uh social media. so they're up to date on whatever it is that you're posting whatever it is that you're saying um and it, you know it's okay so if you're not even at this moment you're not ready
1: <laughs> yeah. it's still good
0: to follow you know get in the it's room, to right. in the to room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. for that time that you are ready to go ahead and take that step so you're so right you don't have
1: to you know that's another thing Right now, with the way that the market is, if you were to actually do the research, this is the time that most people, they start to get more education. Because when the market changes, they want to be able to enter in with new skill sets. Yes, This is the time for you to actually, don't be afraid, because God didn't give us a spirit of fear, doubt, and confusion, right? No, he didn't. You got to go out there and have holy boldness and go out there and get what the Lord has placed out there. And this is one of those Amen. Amen. Well, Bernarda,
0: thank you so much for your...
1: Thank, Thank you so much for your wisdom. Thank you for having me. And that's a wrap
0: on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Renarda as much as I did. Um, she shared that her favorite scripture is Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6. So I'm going to read Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6, but I'm going to read the message version and just bear with me because it kind of lumps uh, 5 through 12, verse 5 through 12 together. But it says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he's the one who who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Yeah." And that, you know, that's powerful. Um, if you're anything like me, I'm an analyzer. Um, so I have to be really mindful not to go at things on my own or at my own strength or my own intellect. Um, and God often has to <laughs> refocus me, um, turn me around, Um to the things that he desires, to the way that he desires for things to be done. Um, and I'm grateful that he does that. I'm grateful that he does that. Um because he knows his child, he knows me. So yeah, I just want to encourage you, as Renata also did, just seek God, trust God. You know, it's good to have a plan, but give it completely, totally over to God. And allow him to do what he desires. He sees your future. He knows every single thing. The Bible says he knows the number of hair that we have on our head. Like, can you, like, do you know the number of hairs you have on your head? Like, my hair is locked at this point, but I'm like, I can count my locks, but I certainly can't count each individual hair strand. So God knows us that intricately. So if he knows us that intricately, surely he can handle these things um, as it pertains to life and um, our desires or our plans. Like surely he can handle those things if he knows something as big yet so small as number of, number of hairs on our head. So I encourage you to give whatever your plan is, Give it over to God and allow him to work it out on your behalf. So again, thank you for joining me and Renarda uh, for this week's episode of Faith In It with K. Until next time, see ya! <laughs>